Hey there, Max. Uh, hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. Huh. All right. Well, I guess that means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. As you can maybe tell from that intro, Kevin is here, Max is here. Um, you couldn't tell Kevin was there from the intro because he didn't <laughs> speak. Um, but I knew he was here because I see his face on Skype. I also see Max's face on Skype. I do not see Sean's. Um, and Hippo says that I can't tell you why Sean is not here. <laughs> um, he will be editing this this podcast and, and listening along later on. Um which you know really just indicates that that today um he can't be a member of our club um so you know we're in the clubhouse today just just the three of us and yeah, it's exclusive yeah and and max i think you actually just spent a bunch of time in in a a place where you had uh you know an exclusive card though i don't think that there was any clubhouse but but you've well, actually you've spent a lot of time um at, at your at the place where you are a member of late and and where is that oh yeah that's uh at mount bachelor that's a that's a oh, ski that's its name? yeah mount bachelor it's a ski area near my house i'm hesitant to call it a resort because resort implies lodging and they do not have lodging mm. but otherwise mm. it's a ski resort they have lodges with food and bars but Oh, that's it. It's that's a ski fun. mountain. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so you've you live in a place where I think that 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 is a recreational activity that a lot of folks do. Um, so like having that type of membership makes a lot of sense. Kevin and I are also members of places um, where that is the recreational activity we do here. I guess, uh, Kevin, what what are are you a member of? So for um, a wedding gift, we got two different people got us a gift. One was a membership to a winery in the area. Oh, I for forgot. Six months, yeah. And one Ooh. was a membership to a brewery for six months. And so got a couple more months of um, those to go. Yeah. And so I, like, like Kevin, have a membership to a brewery that started at the beginning of this month and is for a year. And like the main thing is... Um, you know, you get a set of bottles they release every month. Excuse me, um, for for free, and then you get to go in with with a discount. So, I mean, what I'm getting at here is is I think that these are all things based off of where we live. These are memberships available, and and I think one thing that strikes me, and and I think this is the logical starting point for me. This is a thing that I was going to do anyways. And in a world where we're always talking about how we like a lot of options, I appreciate that these kind of take the options away and make it easier from for me. At the same time, and Max, I don't, I, I have a sense of the layout in in Harrisonburg and in that part of Virginia. For Kevin, we'll get to that. But Max, I'm curious for you how that membership being a limit on options is or is not a good thing for you well yeah the ski mountain is maybe a bad example because there's only one 
so it kind of would be the place i would go anyway if i wanted to ski mm-hmm. um although if you wanted to talk about skiing then you could get into the, the like the icon or epic passes which are these kind of think of it as like a pass that allows you to go to multiple mountains rather mm-hmm. than just one they're in you know like a star alliance type for airlines um the movie pass of, of skiing yeah the movie pass of skiing exactly for breweries it's interesting there there are a lot of breweries here and as i've only recently moved here i like i shouldn't say i like being able to try them all because nothing is stopping me from being able to but i could definitely see the um the allure of of joining a membership to one if you know you like it mm-hmm. i think that's that's where you kind of lose out on the memberships is potentially like you said like you lose the the options of trying new things. So if we're talking breweries, like I would think I would want to join a brewery that that does a bunch of styles of beer that I like well and also does frequent releases. So I don't feel like I, I'm i missing out by by kind of constantly going to that brewery. And I guess the same with skiing, although again, it's it's my only option here anyway, so it doesn't it's not as relevant. But if there were five ski mountains, I would want one that, you know, has all different types of terrain. Otherwise, I might get sick of it and want to go to a different one. Yeah, and and one thing there, Max. That so what you've mentioned a lot is is the product, the the terrain at the the ski slope. Um, at, at for the breweries you've mentioned, the number of le- releases, beer that you like. One thing, Kevin, I'm interested in 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 Harrisonburg and and for this winery as as well. Um, for the brewery, I also had in my calculus not just the product but also the the ease of it and and i would say with that um you know the the place itself for skiing is is the whole that is the product but i think for something like a brewery the the space itself and then also the ease with which you can interact with it so so i think that there are some things there and obviously there's ease for getting to ski slopes as well well Mm -hmm. uh, yeah i think (laughs) actually for skiing that's the biggest value is that when you typically want to go skiing, you can spend easily $150 plus for a day pass, and then you want to get your money's worth. You want to be there for first chair, and you want to ski all day, mm-hmm. which is exhausting and not always fun, quite frankly. But with the season pass, you you know you show up at 11, you do a few runs, you decide you're not feeling it, and you leave, and it's and it's uh, you know it doesn't cost anything extra, which is the the biggest perk of it, in my opinion. Yeah. So and, similar yeah. vein. Yeah, I think that the with the skiing, it's there's a much heavier the membership is a much heavier financial incentive to go to the place that you are a member for. Whereas with the breweries, wineries, I like Pierce mentioned, I think it it helps it helps make dishes decisions for you if you're yeah. kind of kind of torn. So with the the two memberships i have are of, of different veins so like the one one i have with uh three notched they have a location here in harrisonburg and one reason i like that is a i like their beer a lot um but b it's i kind of want to support their harrisonburg location um because i it makes me feel attached to charlottesville and um so i just i like that i like supporting that brewery and yeah in in a place like Boston, it might not have made as much sense because there are just five million amazing breweries that have five million IPAs that I want to drink. Whereas here, there's less. There are like less options that are can't misses. Everything mm-hmm. is mostly on the same level. So I wanted. 
kind of, I guess I'm mostly just wanting to support one place as opposed to spreading the wealth because I feel like I can have a you know bigger impact on that business that way. And then with the with the winery membership, it's kind of a that one would be more. I'm not as as big of a fan of wine. The the wine membership we have was um, to King Family Vineyards, and that is nice because there have been a couple of times we went to Charlottesville, and it's not too far off the interstate to say, hey, let's go check it out, and um, you know get our free tasting, pick up our bottles, and so that one is, would be more about the the space if i were if we were to continue we'd want a, a winery that's fun to visit both in nice weather and in poor weather one that's easy to get to and um and the wine is kind of tertiary for me in deciding which membership to get yeah and i i think one thing too even kevin if it's a very saturated market and Max, I don't know if, if this is a thing that's attainable with, with this, the, the ski places, but, but maybe it is. Um, when I go to, so I had been going to this brewery for a while and like, I usually go on Tuesday nights for trivia and, and the bartenders there would, would, or beer tenders, they, they would recognize me. And and now they, they recognize me. They, they know my name. They know that I'm a member because I've brought up and that's only been the last couple of weeks. And what I'm getting at there is having a place that you go in, I think increases the chances of that camaraderie. So even in a place that that is very, um, uh, you know, saturated, a market that's very saturated, if you go to one place, you're going to get that that personal touch. And it's not like they're they're giving me stuff for free, but they like they know what I'm going to order. Like I, I go there with someone who wants a sprite, and they they've said like they're like every every they're like on our needs chart we have we have sprite on there and we know we need at least one every tuesday and the fact that they remember that is really nice and that definitely swayed me and will continue to be good so i think another part of the membership that i like is that you you increase your chances of a personal touch which maybe you don't get a, a like those winery things which i think some people are approaching the beer one i get which is i'm just going there once enough once a month or whenever to pick up bottles and that's all it is for me but i view it as as more um yeah i think that that will also depend on the the size of the place so like one thing i've noticed with the the king family membership that's one of the bigger wineries in the area is that when i we do go get to get our free tasting i just say hey i uh, two member tastings please and they don't even check to see if i'm a member (laughs) they just give me the tastings Mm -hmm. they only check when you go to pick up your pick up your bottles so that it it doesn't feel personal but we're at with the with the brewery one it's the the harrisonburg location is very small and it feels very nice and like the, the the beer tender knows me now and pierce i think one thing that i thought of as you were talking was that was kind of what we were hoping for to, to some degree when we got the the wizard season tickets we were expecting to you know maybe Maybe the usher would know us, and we would, we would have to deal with the usher. I think maybe the opposite happened. Like, like <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe we could become friends with the people that sit near us, and they wouldn't all just sell their tickets to every game. And you know, like you know, there there are things, perks that we were. I I don't want to use necessarily use the word expecting, but hoping for that, that didn't pan out, and that made them made me not want to get another membership. Well, I I just I just want to point out, Ted Leonsis, I know you're listening. 
I'm doing better now. And you know where you are? Uh, blowing 35-point leads to the Clippers led by Luke Kennard. You know who's the real Kennard? You, Ted. You're a bum. Take your AOL money and, and eat it. Max. Yeah. <laughs> I concur. Um, no, I, I'm glad you brought that up because it, it's, I mean, it might not apply as much at a ski mountain. It does in a sense. Like, you, you talk to people on the lifts and I think there's, I don't want to say that people respect you more, but there is this sense of like, oh yeah, like you live in town, like you're you're a you're a season pass holder, like yeah, I'll I'll see you around. Um, my next door neighbor is the is actually a, the bartender at one of the lodges on the mountain, so I I haven't visited him necessarily, but I think that that feeling I totally get, and I, I I've wanted that specifically for like a bar or brewery for a while, so yeah, I definitely think this is very appealing from like a brewery perspective, like I've. I love the idea of, you know, finding a community, even if it's a, even if it's saturated to your point, if anything, that almost helps because there's maybe fewer people in each location. Um, yes. But I think that's a really cool aspect of it that you don't necessarily need the membership for, but it gives you that financial incentive to go back to the same place, uh, which is nice. And I mean, think about it. I think a lot of the way in this, this late capitalism things work is, is there is theoretically a lot of competition for the same product and you're trying to either i guess i mean you're you're delivering value seemingly and with these breweries it's like we're we're the best or or oh you can come i don't know not people don't really do this but like you can come get drink drunk for really cheap or or whatever but i think it mostly is value based and and i think that a lot of them are are pretty good. I mean, I think of our experiences in Arlington and stuff and like, yeah, the competition was good and it was on the like, you better make good beer. And we know the places, we, we more so know the places that were bad than we do the good ones because everybody would do something really well. I think what's nice about this when you limit the options and you kind of exit that market, so to speak, is that um, I, I get these, there, there's, a, there's a local bar here. Well, there are actually a couple that I'll go to for food and then also like drinks. And like I'll often just get a Budweiser or a High Life there. But I feel very happy when I go to those places because they feel like quote unquote local places. Um, places that the people that are there are usually much older than me and have clearly been going there since they were my age. And I, I find some... I find that heartening. And I think that with the membership in a backwards faction, that is kind of what I am trying to do. I think that, you know, you have this entry that ties you to it. And then it's, you know, I mean, yeah, the membership wasn't cheap. And I understand that you have to have a certain amount to to enter these things like, you know, having a ski pass or, or paying money for a, a brewery or a winery or whatever. But what then it becomes democratic. It's like, all right, everybody's a member. You all pay the same amount to be a member here and, you know, make of it what you will. But like you, this becomes a place that you are invested in. And I think that that's cool. I mean, that's just, I mean, having a local bar, you know, in the yesteryear that probably didn't exist. I, I think that's part of it too. It's like, hey, I'm going to come here four times a week. So I am invested in you and I want to make the most out of this experience. And I think that becomes a, a dialogue as opposed to a one-way street of like, we have to bring in as many people as we can because this is our angle in the market. Yeah. And I, I think that, that that's a good point that it perhaps may make you interact with the product in a way you might not otherwise. One thing I've noticed with the brewery example is that 
Um, so every month I get two six packs, four packs, whatever, um, of whatever is, you know, what, whatever they choose. I don't have to choose the beer. So, you know, normally I would, I would get, or without a membership, I'd go, I'd get, I'd get a couple of IPAs and, and drink them. And then every once in a while I would branch out to something that's not an IPA. I'm like, well, this is good, but I wish I were drinking an IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with the ones I've been getting in, instead, I'm like, well, you know, that's, I didn't have to worry about if I made a, a choice or not, you know, this was just given to me like, well, let me see what I can in, enjoy with this. And, you know, I, I have, I have liked, I've liked, um, you know, branching out a lot more than when I, when I try to at, at other times. And I like that. I don't um, think too long about what, what I should get. I, the decisions made for me, which is just comforting in its own way. Cause it doesn't feel like it's going to be a bad decision. Yeah. I almost feel like that 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 commitment takes the pressure off regardless of the membership in a kind of neat yeah. way because I feel that same way like when I go skiing and you know say I had a, I had a friend visiting town and he wanted to ski the summit even though the summit is very icy and not very good snow right now but I'm like I'm just going to enjoy wherever we are because I don't care and mm-hmm. I can come back tomorrow and and ski the runs I like if I want and so it's almost like having that pressure off, like having to choose like, oh, do I want to do this run or that run this time around or like this beer or that beer? Like it kind of doesn't matter. They're maybe not necessarily choosing it for you, but you kind of know that it's not only not only maybe are they choosing for you, but like that stream of beer is 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 not going to end mm-hmm. um, until your your seasonal pass ends. Yeah, no, I think I think that's right. I mean, when. When you you are more likely, I think, to take chance. You're more likely to take chances when the cost to you is less. I mean, that's that's what it is. And I think that you know, I don't know that they're trying new things at, at a ski place very often. But uh, in, in terms of like, hey, we're going to do this really random run, or you're a snowboarder and we put up these, you know, jumps, obstacles, whatever, to to you know try something new go do it. And normally you might be like the experience there. It's like, no, I'm going to do the thing that is the most extreme or, uh, you know, I think I'm going to value the most. Whereas like what Kevin is describing and and what I've even started to experience is like, well, I know I'm going to be back mm-hmm. next week. Um, I know that, that I have a membership and I know that I'm doing this at a discount. So yeah, you lead me. It's, it's kind of like, I mean, it's not unlike at certain price fix menus at restaurants it's like you are getting something that the chef wants you to do and it's probably it might be at somewhat of a discount um it, it, it is steering you maybe away from what you normally would and you know you have to decide if you're willing to take that that chance to do that and i think we are more likely to do it by investing in this space this product whatever it is yeah i think that the common thread I usually see with things like this is that, you know, if nothing else, with the way memberships are usually priced, if nothing else, you are just breaking even of what you would pay if you just individually selected whatever or, or you know, did whatever. But there's a there's a, a chance that you get a little bit more. There's a chance you get a, a lot more. But for the most part, as long as you use the the membership to what it offers, then it's gonna get you. It's gonna pay for it. Pay for itself. 
And and I think what's important too at this is we're just we're describing things that you can enjoy without a membership, and I think most people enjoy them yes. without a membership. Costco, you have to have a membership to go in. I, I know you can shop it's Costco online. Not a personal experience either. Yeah, and <laughs> and like <clears throat> even well, I don't know about Amazon. Um, most people I know have Prime or have access to a Prime account, but like that is a different type of, of membership it's one where like you it is so much more valuable to get it that people are more likely to to have it than not we're talking talking about a stuff where like there's a limited number of members in this thing or or there's a cap on them um i don't know if that's true for for ski passes or the i hope so <laughs> yeah but i mean yeah. there has to be i don't know i don't yeah. know what it is or if they get to that limit but they're yeah i mean they're there yeah. is a limit obviously but but and, yeah go ahead kevin i was just saying i was wondering pierce if you like would would you think that like a golf club membership or a country club membership that is probably like neither these guys it's kind of close uh, to the skiing but like not it's almost like you good. pay more than normal so <laughs> right this... and like you don't get the option to just go and pick and choose it's like you well you still have to get a tea time you still have to play the course kind of as intended so the the golf membership model is is a really is in many ways a terrible one. For the most part, it is the Costco model um, in that you uh, you only get to there, there's there is a cap at usually, and you only get to really enjoy it if you are a member. And often within the memberships, they will have gradations. And then it's a whole hierarchy. So it's so it's like you pay a lot of money to then be part of a crappy hierarchy. So that's all to say, it's bad, and and you should not be shocked at all the bad things that happen at country clubs because of this. But but yeah, it's it's more it's more the Costco model than the 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 ski pass model. Yeah, although the, some of the ski mountains I think go in that direction, and I mean even even with this ski mountain. Like I, there are different versions of the, of the past, right? Like you can get a pass that has blackout dates where you can't go during the holidays or you can't even go during weekends. Um, or you can pay a premium for like paid parking and fast passes, like at an amusement park, but it's not quite at that level yet. (laughs) Yeah. That's not, yeah, that's. I, I don't know. I, I like, I like the membership model of like, you enter and maybe there is a cap you can you can continue to enjoy this thing it's just like if you're a member there are there are some member benefits but it is still open to others and not having this if you are a member not having tiers of members because like why am i a member if then i'm a member of a subgroup like what what is you know what what is this yeah yeah it definitely doesn't apply quite like that at ski mountains but i'm sure it's some of them it does i don't i don't know Maybe I, I mean, think of it like even at uh, you're talking about gym memberships and there's Equinox in Boston and I did a, a five day trial there. And that's a that's a I'll say very expensive gym membership. Right. I and even on top that of that, more expensive ones, unless even on top of that very trainer. expensive gym membership, there's a premium membership that gets you access to a VIP locker room. And it seemed like a lot of the members there had the premium access <laughs> and it was not an insignificant amount more money. It was more than 50% I mean, did more. You see the, did you see the locker room? Uh, I didn't see into it. Uh, but the regular one was, the reg, the regular, the plebe locker room at Equinox was very fancy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the thing is, is 
this sounds I, I don't like the sound of it. I think if you're a member, you're a member. That's that's it. That's that's the thing you enter. And I'm sure there are examples that I'm not thinking of. It's like, well, I appreciate that I'm a gold member as opposed to those dopey silver members or whatever. Um but like they know that there's a market for that. Like they're they're people want to be the elite status. They want to automatically be upgraded. They they don't even want to have to ask about upgrades. They are just upgraded. Like stuff stuff like that. I mean, you see that with with airlines too. But I think what we're describing here is things that where you are able to get this thing and it gives you, you know, very plainly some benefits. And you you are not rewarded then on top of that for how often you use it, how often you fly with them or whatever. It's just like mm-hmm. you get it and thank you thank you for it's really thank you and for investing in us. Here's here's a benefit we're giving to you. And I think that that's that's really nice because how often have we have we talked about amongst ourselves or whatever um, the lack of loyalty with like I don't know internet internet service providers. They like they could not care about you, and they raise your prices. Whereas this is like this is an agreement. You like our product. We're glad you're coming. Let's have a handshake, and please keep coming. We'll give you a discount. As opposed to the internet service provider is like, oh, you like this for a year? Uh, get out or give us more money. Like it's it's the it's the exact opposite of that. Yeah. No, I mean this this conversation has definitely made me want to uh, want to join a, a brewery uh, membership. I know that a lot of them here are fairly exclusive though. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they're like mug clubs and you'll have your mug on oh, the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them operate that way. And I know at least one of them will actually inscribe the mugs, but I think they only have maybe a hundred memberships for the year. And so they sell out, you know, in 30 minutes at the beginning of the year. And that's that maybe quicker. So yeah. you've gotten me uh, on the hunt for, for my next membership. Cause that does yeah. appeal in a way in in some ways what i would suggest is like i picked i pick the place that's closest to me the place that i go the most frequently or the most consistently um and i like their products a lot i like the people that are in the room the space is great um do they have the best beer in the city i don't know but they are they're their own place and i appreciate that and yeah they recognize me that's a big deal and they did before i got the membership um but get a you know find a place that that you are going to be glad that they'll have you as a member um so don't go to the place that has like the you know the the big jerks which invade the beer culture all the time mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i like the plan yep we'll be up we'll have updates on what memberships we we join yeah, but then I, don't forget to trim down your memberships too. That's it. We didn't even talk about like what happens if you join five breweries and then all of a sudden you're <laughs> you're spending oh, more on memberships it, than yeah. It's going to be hard to get your uh, to get your money's worth. The newsletter, the newsletter model of of, of huh. brewery memberships. Yeah, we need the movie pass of of breweries. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I actually don't. I don't. I don't think we we need that. Um, uh, but is there anything that we do need at this this time of, of the show? Um, I think we need you to apologize for something because because oh. it's probably our uh, time for that. Yeah. <clears throat> so what you got for us? Well, it is beer related. Um, this right. past weekend, I went to an area of town, Avondale Estates, which they have a little um, 
if you if you go to the breweries in the area, they will give you to go cups, and you can walk around, and um, they have a an area where you can walk around and drink with an open container. Fancy. It is fairly progress. I mean, it's it shouldn't be progressive, but it is. There are only a couple places in the nation where you can do that. But this was uh, I was at a brewery I hadn't been to in a while, um, and uh, was not going anywhere. I was just sitting down in the the cold ish and playing. Uh, was playing Azul as, as I'm wont to do at breweries. Um, so they had a special release, which was a Russian Imperial stout, which is not something I drink frequently. Um, but I was like, Oh, I'll get this. Cause it's a special release. So I get it. It is an adjunct of their base Russian Imperial stout. And so I'm drinking it. It's very lovely. Um, had a great time. A lot of other people are drinking it too. What, I am sorry for, and this is for myself really, but also the person with that I was with would have really enjoyed the fact that it was a Biscoff um, adjunct. So it was the Biscoff cookie um, Russian Imperial Stout. And what did they have at the bar? Was not offered to me because I think it was very busy, but what was sitting there in the probably the size of the desk I'm at now, which is so probably a four foot by two foot box of Biscoff cookies, just just two hundred packages of Biscoff cookies that that were there that were free, but I did not get one because no one said, "Here, take this. It goes with the beer, the beer that has this in the name." And so I had to apologize to uh, someone in my household for just having a boneheaded moment on that because I could have offered them the cookie, um, and then I could have seen how it paired with the beer. So. If something is sitting there and doesn't have a price tag, just take it. Someone will tell you if you shouldn't. Be be brave, especially in a brewery where people yeah. take stuff all the time. So yeah. I failed. Yeah. Are you apologizing what? or are you complaining that the brewery didn't tell you no, the cookies no, were free? <laughs> I, I saw other people taking them. I should have just done it, but like I was I was being, you know, scared that I was gonna do something socially unacceptable. This is not a place they go frequently. They're not gonna remember that. So, you know more towards the membership go places frequently they'll know that oh he's the guy that you have to tell him the water is free just get your own cup yeah i've i've been working on um julia's first instinct when she's at a place where it's like oh look free cookies is to not take one because she's allergic to it but i tell her like no take them and bring bring them home to me yeah oh yeah so um yeah put push the limit sometimes with as long as you're not hurting anybody and no one's hurt by you eating two little biscoff cookies yeah um Uh, i've got i've got a big idea if no one else does go for it yeah have at it i'm looking up a rock music trivia song question (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah so um uh earlier this week um or i guess it was yesterday I don't know if it's officially happened, but it seems that in all likelihood, uh, Chris Mack, the basketball coach of the Louisville Cardinals, is going to be fired, um, even though he has a very steep uh, price that they would have to pay to fire him. And um, do you guys know who the last team to beat Chris Mack was? I do indeed. That was the lowly Virginia Cavaliers. Yeah, we uh, played them Monday at home and beat them by 10 or 12 points or so. And so I guess my big idea is that 
our basketball program has gone from national championship to uh, losing to us on the road means that you deserve to be fired. So (laughs) in three quick years. uh, Go who's. Yikes. That is uh that is not the news I wanted to hear as someone who who doesn't follow as closely as I as I'd sometimes like to. Have you have you found the trivia question, Max? I'm just gonna go I ahead do. and say I, I, the answer is Aqualung, isn't it? It's not. I uh, have a I have a trivia question here, and the best part about it is if we believe in the honor system, uh I do not know the answer because it's actually an online quiz. Oh so I will okay. ask it. Um what is the name of the Muppet modeled after Bruce Springsteen? Oh. Is it Bruce Sunscreen, Bruce Jellybean, Bruce Stringbean, or Bruce Tambourine? Um, okay, I'll go, I'll go Stringbean. I'm going to go Tambourine. I, I, um, I'm also guessing Tambourine. That is incorrect. It <laughs> makes a really loud noise. Uh, what was your guess, Kevin? Stringbean. That is correct. Yeah. Sesame Street uh, has performed a number of Springsteen covers, including Born to Add and Barn in the USA, performed by Muppet Bruce Stringbean, backed by the S Street Band. Congratulations, Kevin. Wow, that's that's amazing. <laughs> had, to, had to get a trivia question in there. So my nice. question is, given given the uh, you know the satirical rock there. Um, at what point is Daniel Radcliffe going to play that character in the biopic since he is playing Weird Al um, in, a, in a biopic that's going to the Roku streaming channel in just the ad lib of life that is Weird Al? You're, you're waiting for Daniel Radcliffe to play Bruce Springsteen? No, to, to play Bruce Stringbean because he's playing Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. He has to do that whole suite of, oh. of satirical rockers. I like that. I like that. Um We'll look forward to it in the coming years, I think. <laughs> All right. That's that's the end of the podcast, right? Yeah, we're, we've gone off the rails. I think I think without Sean to keep us on the rails, we're off the rails. We've officially gone down the Bruce, Bruce Stringbean Alley. And um, yeah, I think that's going to be the end of the show. Um, I think you can follow us online, though. Uh, yeah. Reach out to us if you're interested in, um, you know, telling us what... what things you are uh, what organizations you're a member of and you know we didn't really get into volunteer organizations or anything like that so maybe just you know breweries and wineries and yeah. things like that the nra no no that's yeah maybe that's, that yeah bowling leagues you know what bowling have you. leagues yeah try to stay away from ones that will launder your money like the nra um are you know of, of many reasons to stay away from that one but yeah we should we should go now shouldn't we we should uh, that's that's the um, end of the show um you know thank you for for tuning in um we'll be back next week with something else until then i'm pierce i'm max i'm kevin thanks for listening Bye.